Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Till the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the sun? Just remember when it comes out the show. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing AGA DFS Podcast, previewing the 2023 Butterfield Bermuda Championship. Yes, the Butterfield. Um, field of 132, you might know about seven golfers, so that's cool. There's, there's six total golfers in the top 100 in the world playing this week. Uh, there's been, I believe, 13 withdrawals already, so be ready for potentially more. So it's going to be a fun one. It's a Corn Fairy-esque type event. And Omar Uresti is now in the field. So that tells you everything you need to know about this <laughs> golf tournament. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BDN. Check the podcast at, at Always Press DFS. And my co-host, as always, on Twitter at DFS Golf Guys. Jesse, how are we doing, my friend? I'm good. I mean, you would think, you know, we would schedule a little bit better than going from, uh, you know, southern Mexico to the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. But, I mean, who, I mean, what do I know, you know? Yeah, you're not a travel agent, apparently. No. So, Nobody asked yeah. me. Nobody asked you, but uh, one thing that was good is a, a gentleman you've been playing a lot lately, and I know I've dabbled in from time to time and had some shares this week. EVR, Eric Van Rowan, picked up his first dub on the PGA Tour. Uh, first, before I t- talk a little more about that, what are your thoughts? Is this the guy you ride in a bit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was playing well coming in. Um, to be honest with you, didn't see it coming. Uh, one of the few people that – I mean, I, I had a couple of outrights, but uh, – I put. I thought he would finish inside the top twenty, so that uh, that paid four to one instead of eighty. I don't 66, know what he was. Sixty-six to one. Sixty-six to one. So yeah. that's great. Uh, but either way, yeah. I mean, um, you know, he had a a, a solid finish. Eagled the last hole. Kucher, I yeah. thought really was going to be in control of it and it was going to win. But uh, I I I can see why Tiger said that he didn't think there should be a pj tour event there because i mean 27 under wins like there was like i don't know how many people shot 10 under on sunday it seems a little bit yeah. uh easy for these guys yeah without the wind it's just pointless camila viegas finished i believe second or third he, second. Had the, he was tied yeah he had the lead going into sunday that would have been a good story the evr story is good though but real quick to your point on tiger saying a tournament and be there kelly craft of all people quite voiced his opinion on this oh, really? one said it was said it was garbage there shouldn't be a tournament <laughs> there like he's pga tour only went there because of somebody's name that built the tournament uh i built the golf course he's not wrong so um we'll see where that one goes going forward but on the evr situation it was cool to see because like he said he eagled the final hole to win and then um like very like his best friend battling cancer was in the clearest battling it again he's like on his deathbed and evr said it was waiting on his he found out about it over the weekend or early or into last week was weighing on him all day and he flew out immediately afterwards to go be by his bedside because of this. Like, if you look at his, uh, there's tons of videos on Twitter about it. He's like crying as he's talked about, uh, congrats, like people are congratulating him and he's just like crying and ready to go get on a plane, get out of town. So, uh, very cool cool to see him pick up a dub. And then, uh, with all that on your mind, like golf's a hard enough sport mentally. So that's pretty impressive stuff for sure. Yeah. I would totally agree. All right. Not a whole lot. Some disappointing missed cuts, as you'd expect, and much, much more. But uh, we move on to another field, a wonderful field of the Butterfield Bermuda Championship, year five edition. 
So what do you have on past event history? Um, yeah, they've uh, you know, this will be the fifth year there uh, for the. I mean, a lot of people are calling it the BBC, um, but oh, geez, uh, <laughs> uh, Seamus Power was the winner last last week, uh, nineteen hundred or last year. I wasn't last week. DVR was winner last week. Power was the winner last year, uh, 1900. One shot over Thomas Dietrich. Uh, 2021 was Lucas Herbert. 1500, one shot over Danny Lee and Patrick Reed, RIP to both. Um, 2020 was Brian Gay, 1500 playoff over Wyndham Clark. 2019 was Brendan Todd, 2400, four shots over Harry Higgs. And that's it. There's your four winners. Uh, We go back to the same golf course release. It is the. Port Royal Golf Course in uh, in the Bermudas, obviously Atlantic coastline of Bermuda. A small course, it's a par seventy one, a little over sixty eight hundred yards. Um, and you got your three par fives, all very gettable. Two of them are on the first seven holes, and that's where you really want to take advantage of things. One's a five hundred one yard par five, so yeah, I think Jesse could get to that one in two. Just gonna throw it out there. Um, this is a course where it's like the first six or seven holes are kind of inland. Then you go to the coast, then you kind of come back in when they for a few, and then like 14 to the end, go back to the coast. So I mentioned that because when you're on the coast, winds come into play. And that's why, at least here, unlike last week, scores are in like the mid teens for the most part, is wind will be a factor at some point in time. Looks like the first couple days is going to be light winds, uh, heavier winds over the weekend. So just get to the weekend and cross your fingers is what it comes down to. Um, not a ton of rough here, as it's meant to be more of a resort style course, as you'd imagine. Uh, it's Bermuda grass with a little Zo- the front nine. It's weird. Front nine is Bermuda, back nine is Bermuda and Zoya combos. Go figure. No idea why, but you got that going for you. You got Bermuda greens, about 8,000 square feet and greens. Fairways are pretty gettable. Um, I really don't have a ton here. You need to crush the par fives. Uh, the par fours are super short. Uh, at least four or five of them are less than 400 yards. Uh, this is a course where it, all types of hitters can come into play. Short hitters, obviously are just fine because it's a short course, but bombers could have a field day, especially if it's not windy. So um, it's going to be grip it and rip it and go low. That's the best way I can put it. It's not whole, there are water hazards on seven holes, and one of them is the final par five. It's along the whole left-hand side of the par five, but it's a very gettable par five, so if they find the fairway, they'll get there in two, but they could find the water, so that's exciting as well. So overall, just like, yeah. What's do you look this week, Jesse? Yeah, the I mean, obviously, course history. You've got four years worth of that, and I mean, it's just another resort course. So you know, you know, I got to hope your guys putter gets hot, but um, obviously, approach game matters. And if you you know play the wind players, because most likely it will get windy, because they literally are in the middle of they're on an island. Versus last week, it was you know on a peninsula. But anyways, yeah. island. Um, it's definitely gonna be windy, especially this time of year. In the Atlantic Ocean. Yes, most definitely. Like the point of short players play well here. Somehow, um, Gay has been phenomenal all four years here. Nowhere else on tour, but all four years here. Take with that what you will. But let's get into the DK pricing for the week. We have four gentlemen over $10,000. You have Adam Scott. This must be sponsored somehow at <laughs> 10 7. Tomas Dietrich at 10.5, Brendan Todd at 10.3, and Ashke Batia at 10,000. When you hear Brendan Todd at 10.3, you can already tell where we're going with this field. So, what do you like in the top area besides Adam Scott? 
None. Um, I mean, you know, <laughs> Dietrich's playable. I mean, obviously, the, he finished second here last year, uh, coming off a uh, 38th place finish at the WWT, 51st at uh, Zozo. I mean, he's had a high great finishes, so it's not like he's like, you know, a world beater at this moment, but the course history obviously being there. Um, I guess you could play Ash K if you wanted to. Uh, Brendan Todd, I don't know why he's this high up. His last time out, the Fortnite, he finished sixth, and that's his only start this fall. Um, yeah, I mean, I just will probably avoid it, to be honest with you. Yeah, like I can't even bring myself to play Scotty at 10 7 because, like, you need him to win up here. He's never played her before. I was not going to stop him from playing well. I'm not go there he's only played the zozo in the fall finished 41st um todd like you said six the fortnight he did win here in 2020 so maybe that's part of it and it's also like that short course find the fairways iron game this plays into him perfectly like it's is if you're gonna play todd this is the kind of course you play Brendan todd on he's not a bummer by any means so i could see the idea of putting some todd in there because i think a lot of people are gonna have sentiments of why play Brendan todd at 10-3 which i don't really disagree with Besides the fact that to be contrarian, if you're playing up in the stars and scrubs approach, otherwise I'll probably pass. I imagine Batia is very popular at ten thousand, coming up a, a pretty strong week last week where he finished tenth. He's made four straight cuts, um, and we know his history on the islands. He finished seventeenth there last year, won a corn ferry event down in the islands. So um, does bode well for at least popularity stake for Batia, but it is a rough range, which I'm with Jesse better to avoid but at the same time as we go farther down the list here you might get tempted to take one 9k lucas a bear 8800 alex alexander nora 9k glover how's glover 95 but all those other guys are 10k funny stuff ben griffin 93 luke 92 pendrith 91 dougie gim at 9000 so where do you go here yeah i mean glover last week was uh like 10,000, right yeah, and yeah, so you get a discount him on this week. Yeah, um, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm perplexed by that as well. He did make the cut last week, finished 59th. So, yeah. I think he's playable. Um, Ben Griffin uh, is another guy who I would consider playable as well. Um, he's made two straight cuts. He's three out of four on this fall swing with that second place finish at the Sanderson over a month ago. Uh, but Luke List, man, I mean. At, at 9,200, um, he's had a really, really good fall swing. Obviously got the win at the Sanderson, 18th at the Shriners the week after that, and then uh, played this past week, finished 45th. Um, I mean, shot 14 under and shot and finished 45th over yep. four days, which is just insane to me. But either way, um, those would be kind of the guys that I would be focusing on here. I think I think Gim is – okay pendrith okay but like i I think i think just going back to luke list for me is the way to go here in this field um and then like i said glover too you get a little bit discount versus last week so those are the two that i would be focusing on in this area yeah the glover discounts nice the little bit i did see i watched what i got a hotel room they always had the replay on at night uh glover a needs to stop wearing light colored shirts in these warm weather situations it was like four holes and he's already sweat through a shirt it was wild <laughs> like i'm gonna do the sweats a lot so that's why i'm giving advice here like pick pick a different color or a different fabric i don't know but uh i, I he's not self-conscious i'll tell you that much he just doesn't care which is cool to see but um i can see the appeal for glover i agree with your griffin the, the past history good fall swing but for me it's luke list who i keep playing he's sixth in my model if we're looking at driving distance seventh in the field he's four the par four 350 to 400 
which is tremendous this week. And his strokes gained T to green over the last 20, uh, 50 rounds, actually. He's fourth in this field. So I like that quite a bit. And then Taylor Pendrith, I'll keep riding him. I, I was playing him last week. Um, he finished fifth in 2022, and that was with a state collapse. He had a big lead on Sunday. It just fell apart. Finished 15th last week, third at the Shriners. I like him a ton this week. We know he can attack par fives. Good driving distance kind of guy. Good approach game for Taylor Pendrith. So I like both those guys in this range. That's probably where I, I might start some lineups just list in Pendrith and see where things go from there. You can have some fun in that regard. 8K, you got Alex Smalley at 89, Hubbard at 88, Mackenzie Hughes at 87, Hardy at 86, Palmer 85, Riley 84, Sink 83, Dylan Wu at 82, Brandon Wu at 81, Vincent Whaley at 8,000, and MJ Doffy at 8,000. A lot of people are going to play this range, Jesse. So who do you like him? Yeah, there's some guys definitely to play in here. Hughes and Hardy, um, both there in the same range, I think are playable. Hughes is uh, coming off of seventh place finish this past weekend. Um, that's the WWT was this last weekend, right? That is correct. Is that what it's called? Okay. Yep. All right. I, Worldwide I didn't know what the damn thing was called. All right. Thank you. Uh, and then Nick Hardy, um, four or five made cuts here this uh, this fall, which is pretty solid. He's only he's only he's made four in a row. Um, finished twenty third last week. Shot seventeen under. Finished twenty third. So there you go with that. Uh, Palmer, if you want to play the wind angle, maybe, but like, I don't know, like he's not. Played very well. He's coming off a fifth place finish this past week. Um, so maybe the form potentially is there for him. Uh, and then both the woos, man, um, at 81, 8,200. In particular, Brandon, uh, he's had a pretty solid uh, 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 fall swing here. Three out of three made cuts, coming off a 54th place finish last week, um, last time out, and finished 51st at the Zozo. Uh, I guess the Zozo didn't have a cut, did it? So nope. keep saying three in a row. But either way, it doesn't matter. He's played, you know, solid for this tournament at this price. I mean, everything wants really – you really just want to puke about every price on this board, but you got to play somebody, right? Yeah, I remember when the woos were coming up and still Corn Ferry and getting to play the uh, – I call them beach courses when it's the alt events. The woos always showed up at those events, so I could yep. see this being a spot for them. And at worst, you get to use the flare if they do something well, so that's pretty Ooh. cool. Yep, exactly. In that regard, you got that going for you. In the 8K range for me, I think Alex Smalley is interesting fourth in my model. Uh, he's first in opportunities gained. He's third in tee to green. He's finding the fairways. He kind of is pretty solid across the board. Uh, if you look at uh, past event hit 11th and 12th here, the last two years for Smalley, which is nice. And if you want to dig a little deeper on um, Alex Smalley, 64th at the Shriners, 16th at the Sanderson. So I like Smalley in that regard. Hubbard's always interesting in these uh, tur- um, birdie fest type situations, especially considering he's second par fours, 350 to five, uh, 400 yards. His TD Green game is fifth in this field. So I, I think Hubbard is quite interesting. I don't mind the Mac Hughes call. Nick Hardy might be from a ownership play here. He's 45th in the model, so he's not going to pop a ton, but he's seventh in birdie or better. We look at that past event history, 23rd here last year, missed cut the year before. But what really got my attention with Hardy, 23rd last week, 45th, first, 55th, 35th. He's made four straight cuts. So if he can get it going, he could potentially be a dude to uh, to play for late. And then I got both woos, as you mentioned, circled. And last but not least, Vincent Whaley is another guy. He only rates out 43rd. But if you look back on Vincent Whaley, he finished seventh here in 2022, missed cut in 21. And coming into this event, Vincent Whaley has made four straight cuts on the fall swing of 59th last week, 13th at the Shriners, 28th and 25th. 
So Whaley could be another guy to maybe take a chance if you're feeling it in this field. 75 to 79, you got Griffin, Guest, Merritt, you, Schmid, Cetipan, Hall, come along, Lauer, Hickok, Dow, Laird. Who you like in here? Yeah, there's a lot to like here. In particular, Lonto Griffin, um, seventy nine hundred bucks. Uh, you know, you know just as well as I do that <clears throat> he at one point was like a was on a really good trajectory uh, as far as his golf game goes. I think he got injured um, and started back to come back, injury. but played last week. Uh, do what? He had a back injury. Yes. Yeah, back injury. So fifty fourth last week, thirteenth um, at the Shriners, um, having a. Pretty good fall swing here. So seventy nine hundred bucks as uh, a steal in this field on him. Um, then there's Justin Lauer uh, at seventy six hundred. He finished eighth here last year, uh, coming off a twenty third place finish last week at the WWT. Adam Long is another guy who uh, made the cut here last year and finished twenty third last week. So those are the three guys that I'm for sure focusing on in this range, and uh, I like those three actually quite a bit. Yeah, I like Griffin with as well. It could be – he could obviously miss the cut, but uh, this was a guy that won a golf tournament, looked like he said was going to be one of the next big things and kind of fell off. Troy Merritt, 14th in my model. He's 8th in the par 3 scoring, 11th tee to green. Um, finished 40th here in 21 in his only appearance. A couple of six, he's made four straight cuts, a 65th, 64th, not ideal, but ninth at Sanderson, 7th at Fortnite. So he could get some Troy Merritt love in this range. Matthias Schmid's another guy that kind of stands out at 7,700. As an interesting one, I love Justin Lauer. I'm just worried Pop going to be. I think he's a great play. I kind of liked him last week. He finished eighth and seventeenth here, like you mentioned. He's playing coming in in great form, so that a guy that stands out. And other than that, in this range, Hickok and Laird would be two guys I look at quite a bit. Just Laird because he plays windy courses extremely well. That's his jam. He's never played here before, but he's coming in with a 31st place finish last week. Missed a cut at the Shriners, but then 56 and 19th, so three for four. On the false swing, Hickok, 15th last week. He's two for four and made cuts on the false swing. And Hickok, if I remember correctly, missed cut last year with the three years prior, 30th, 8th, and 15th here. So some pretty good course history for Kramer Hickok. So will be a couple guys at 7,500 that stand out. 7K to 74, who you like in Jesse? Uh, start with Russell Knox at 73. Um, made the cut last week. Did miss the cut the Shriners, but made the previous two cuts and – uh, is a um, it's from Scotland, so he knows how to play in the wind. He made the cut here last year. He finished 49th, so not great, but we're talking about somebody who's 7,300 bucks here. Uh, Kelly Craft, we talked about him last week. Um, he did make the cut, had a terrible weekend. When I say terrible, like yeah. he shot even par. Yeah, and on that course, shooting even horrific. par when you know, I mean, obviously, he just didn't like the golf course, judging by what you said yeah. in his comments afterwards. So Whatever. Um, previous to that, he had three straight top 25s. Um, so it's a, it's a massive steal at 7,200, in my opinion, um, here in this field. And then I had one more. Where was he? For some reason, I did not check him off. I'll let you go, and I'll come back if I can find it. All right. Uh, and more could be interesting at 7,400 bucks when you look at his recent performances. 38th last week, 13th at the Shriners miscut, 45th. So he's playing decent on the fall swing. Does well at these shorter courses as well. More of an approach guy with Ryan Moore. He's never played here before, though, so keep that in mind. Patton Kazire's never played here either, but he's a, a wind specialist, uh, being one of the Texas boys. 
And he's coming off of 15 last week. He's made three or four cuts this fall swing as well. So Kazire and Moore can be two guys that maybe slide under the radar a bit. I do like Knox with you on that one. Kelly Craft, I'll be I, I'm hoping people see that and just look at last week's results and lower the ownership again because we'll be back on board there in a heartbeat. I'm a big fan of what we got there. If you think of course with some wind influences, he loves Pebble. He loves Pebble. He's played very well at Pebble. So that that's something that could get right back into Kelly Craft's game. I'm hoping so. So I'll go back to the board there. And then just a couple other quick ones like Austin Cook starting to show some form of late which could be fun. Uh, Austin Smotherman's played well here at 72. If you want to try the Camilla Viegas, see if he's really found it, you can, but it might have just been a one-week thing. And then I'll mention Cam Piercy. Loves these ocean courses. He was the first-round leader, kind of back last week, but he's a guy that can go low. And um, Brent Grant raised really well. The other guy I'll mention, I mentioned him last week as a, a total punt. Finished very, very well. Uh, let's see what his exact finishing spot was. He finished doo, 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 he finished 31st, so he kind of leveled out during the weekend. Tanoquia, $7,000. I believe he's Argentina. Uh, he plays well in these smaller events, especially he finished 44th here last year. So seven, 7K for Goya would be a, a, a potential punt play as well. I, I agree. That's who. That's the other guy that I could not find in my list that okay. I was that I had checked off, and I forgot to check him off. I didn't have him checked off. I meant to check him off. That's who, yeah. Tana Goya. And then Austin Cook also, I second that motion. Yeah, they're both starting to come into form. Cookies and RSM, so those are shorter courses. Uh, Georgia, I should say. I'm not sure 100% if he's an RSM guy, but uh, we're, I'm, we're looking at these ocean short course fall swing guys. These are the dudes you're not for the part. But it is golf, so don't come hating when they miss the cut. Uh, especially these guys in the 6K range. What do you like in here? <laughs> what about <lying? laughs> Yeah, you, you want to rest? Um, Kevin Roy rates out well, but every time he rates out well, and I still don't click on him. I mean, just from name perspective, like there's Kevin Chapel at 6,800 bucks, he's a better golfer than boy. that. Whenever, uh, Kevin Tway is another guy, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really don't like much here. Richie Warinsky or Warinsky, um, I think probably could be playable, and then both the Brian bros, man. I mean, I don't know yeah. how much YouTube That's golf a good you call, watch. actually. Uh, you know, Wesley, um, at 6,600, he did make us make the cut the last time out. Um, and then his brother, George, uh, like kind of Monday queued into this thing. He's the, the bottom line, $6,000. Um, and George has some game, man. I mean, you know, obviously I'm watching them on YouTube and they're just out having fun. Um, but both of them, uh, could be, you know, sneaky and nobody's going to play them. Um, so I mean, if you're down here, I'm like I'm I'm you know I'm not gonna play anybody below seven. Uh, Tano Goya yeah, is my is my limit. But. Yeah, if if we're not playing the 10k guys, shouldn't be down here is what it comes down to. Because <laughs> um, last year I played lineups with two 10k guys, and that's why I dipped into the sixes, which worked. But I don't think I want to this week. I mentioned the uh, other Brian George. He either got his card or he advanced in Q school because they were doing like play by play online. It was actually really cool. Think- Wesley was tweeting it out. Yeah, yeah that was a key school. He, yep, he did. He did. Yeah. But he okay. also, like, I think Monday qualified into this. Like, it okay, wasn't cool. a Monday qualify. It was like a qualifier a week or two ago or something. And he qualified for this tournament. Yeah, yeah. At, least, at least they don't make the qualifiers fly into Bermuda to try to qualify them to fly back. <laughs> That's kind con- of funny. I, thing honestly, is, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if they did. That, like, they, they've been filming YouTube stuff in Bermuda with other YouTubers recently. That's and they actually have some really good stuff out. If, well, if, you, if you're interested in that. Type of thing. They make more money on that than they do teeing it up on. Thursday. I mean, I don't even know why you even. I mean, I, I do know because you're competitive and you want to, you know what yeah. I mean. But like they make like those guys are making a killing. Yes. 
Well, because if they can actually get on tour, then they imagine the extra YouTube stuff with like say Joel Dahman, come over here, stuff like that. Like because Joel yeah. would Joel would not be yeah. <laughs> like right, they right. they get to get like, trick shots with so and so. Like they could have all right. goofy stuff. Um, six K, yeah. <laughs> I got I got like Duffner checked off. He's made three or four cuts this fall. Ryan Armour's played great here. He made made barely made the cut last week. Hasn't cut all. McGreevy's playing okay. You mentioned Warwinski. Yeah, I don't want to be down here. I'm just going to put it that way. Like, I have some guys checked off because they've had some past history and stuff here, but I'd rather have current form. And most of these guys don't have any current form because they haven't been playing. So it just terrifies me. Yeah. So, recapping 10K and above, who you got? Uh, I'll say Adam Scott. I'll say Brendan Todd if you need to. I think that's the kind of weird way to go. Uh, 9K range Luke List. I'll take Pendrith. I like both. I, I, I'm going to start off list Pendrith in a lineup. That's going to be a thing. Uh, 8K range. I'm say Brandon Wu. Okay, I am going to go with Alex Smalley. 75 to 79. I'm going to say Lauer. Okay, you took Lauer. I'll take Lonto. Give me Lonto. 7K to 74. Kelly Craft. Uh, I'll take. Yeah, that's who I was going to take. Um, I'll take Tano. Though. You can take. You, you can take. Okay, Tano. well, those are the two. Just take those are the two. We like. We like them both. So Tano, <laughs> Tano, and Giraffe. Um, I'm not even going to give a six K. I'm just going to pass on that because we don't. Well, deal. If you have to, if you have to, who you're playing a six K? Because maybe the listeners play six K guys. Tapple. Um, Duffner. If you just want a guy to hopefully make the cut but not win, is the way I'm going to put it. But if you want a guy that's got a chance. Like maybe Martin Trainer, he can go low, but God, just don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, I don't really want to play cash this week, but if you're starting off a cash lineup, where would you start? Um, yeah, I mean that's that's really tough. I, I, I also would not play cash this week at all, but uh, you know, I'd probably look at like the Woos um, and Lonto and Lauer. Yeah, I go like Craft Lonto and Lauer. Just get some guys up top. See what happens. Now, if you're starting off a tournament lineup, which is big this week, where are you starting? Yeah, I'm, I'm a, this is the same list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like list, uh, Kelly Craft, and then Tano. Yeah, I'm going to go. Oh, we're pretty much in the same. Basically, that'd be four of my guys since I've already said I'm going to start list and Pendrith. So um, there you go. You got four instead of three from me. You, you got that. Now put the last two in there and you'll see if you can smile. You should probably know if you listen to the show. Um, Picks to win, Jesse, as you can uh, – I was in Arizona and can use DK Sportsbook this past week. That was fun. But um, It's funny that you can you, you can um, you can bet there, but you can't play Daily daily Fantasy. That's, you, 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 play daily there. you can do both. Well, they now. changed it. Oh, it started like a year ago. Yeah, it started like a year ago. It's so nice. Cause I used to go to this trip. It was the third year in a row. Literally, like on Tuesday night before I fly out on Wednesday, I registered for all my tournaments for the weekend and everything, and it, it sucked. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, I've got uh, Luke List at 25, Lauer at 55, Goya at 130, and Kelly Craft at 110. I love those. That's good. And then I'll also be place. placing top 10s on Kelly Craft and Tano Goya. I love it. Uh, I'd sprinkle a Pendrith at 22, but I like the uh, – you got more about it with all your other picks, which is pretty sweet. Uh, you see Adam Long actually hit every fairway. I think he's like 56 of 56, which is pretty impressive, even though the fairways were a mile long, but um, he did it. Yeah, I'll just kind of second. We like List, Craft, Goya. I'm not really seeing anything else I'd put a win bet on, to be honest, but some goofy 
person's gonna win. That's just the way it's right. gonna be. Um, first off, I'll apologize to anybody if my internet sucked. It's been going in and out like quality will keep seeing the thing, and I don't know why. So that's where we are because everything else in my house is working perfect, and the feed says I'm running good. So it's a stream yard thing, I think. But any final thoughts before we head on out of here and we have one more t- real tournament to finish out the year? Yeah, um, I don't. Uh, good luck, and uh, may the, the winds be in your favor. May the winds, yes, the winds, not the wind, people with a D, the winds will be in your favor. Um, yeah, good luck this week. It'll still be fun. It'll be DFS. It just won't be the same. So right. we'll see where it goes. We'll be, back, we'll be back with you guys next week for the RSM Classic where we have two quarters, and we'll talk about all the Georgia boys. That's the C, was it C something Mafia? C, C um, Island. C Island Mafia. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. talk about all that fun stuff. It means we've got kids back in the action who played well recently, so we'll see. But you can check out Jesse on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods, the podcast at Always Press DFS. I'm Andy Entrick. Until next time, this is your 2023 Butterfield Bermuda Championship Preview. Catch you all next time. Oh,